Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. You're listening to the Wes and Walker Show. I've got another restaurant we haven't talked about, too. Let me just throw out a little sagebrush for you. Oh, yeah, God. yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's Wes Sagebrush. They used to be in Winston, too. Shout out to Cactus Jacks in uh, Winston-Salem. And Walker. What it's makes no me there. laugh is Fitty being so seduced by some of these restaurants. Right. Let me throw Sagebrush. Oh, my God. Only on Sports Radio 92.7 FM WFNC. Throw the peanuts. Yes, Walker. Sagebrush. Yeah. Every time you play it, I feel like it's been a lot longer than it actually has been. Did you play this last week? Have you been rolling with this again? What? Billy Joel. No. You know, it didn't play last week. Um, yeah, I guess that's because... I wasn't here on Wednesday. Yeah, we weren't here last week. Two weeks ago. Yeah, Strop was supposed to play it and he on did it, yeah. Wednesday at 2 o'clock. Yeah, and the consistency. Yeah, I guess it's just not there for Billy did. Joel. You know, and his badge wasn't supposed to work when he came back to work, but undoubtedly his badge still worked. Cause didn't he's still you text here. him? Because he said you were upset. That That's he right. I did, yeah. When I got like my free 20 minutes of Wi-Fi while I was on the plane, <laughs> that was one of the first <laughs> questions I asked him. I was like, hey, did you play Piano Man? And he's like, nah, man, I forgot. Um, I was like, well, you fired. Uh, did you pay for Wi-Fi on the plane? I did not, no. I got a thing where I got, like, if I watched a video, I got, like, 20 minutes of free Wi-Fi, and that's what I did. Okay. No, that's... Of, because of the turbulence, they never told me to take my phone out of airplane mode to connect to the Wi-Fi. The first hour, I was crying on the plane. <laughs> and now it's an hour. Yeah. <laughs> it, was the, it was the first 30 minutes, and then it turned into an hour. Time is like a flat circle. When you're in the air. A crying circle for one, Josh Fitty Marlowe. All right, let's play King of the Mountain where we'll put together, it's basically the name game. I'm going to throw out the Carolina Panthers and then compare them to the expected coaching vacancies because we know that the crown jewel is Ben Johnson to be the next head coach, but we don't know if Ben Johnson is going to be the next head coach don't of know the if Panthers. You love him back. Don't know if he loves us back here in Carolina. So he might take a different job. There are plenty of expected vacancies. I go back to Adam Schefter. I think it might have been on the Pat McAfee show. Maybe it was SportsCenter saying there's expected to be about seven to ten vacancies. And he would take the over on whatever the mark is set. So I have ten. I've got the ten possible expected vacancies. We're going to compare them to Carolina and to one another. And then we'll see who is the best, who has the best situation, therefore being king of the mountain. Did you ever watch Prices Right as a kid when you were home? Oh, Sick yeah. from school? No doubt. We got the theme. Hit it, Fitty. Let's play King of the Mountain. You remember Mountain Climber? Cliffhanger? Yes. 
Because when it first came on, I was like, that's not the Price is Right music. Yeah. But yes, no, I do remember Cliffhanger. That was one of my favorite games. All right, we're about to yodel here in a second. Is Are you going to fall at the top of the mountain or not? That's what we'll ask. All right, so we're going to start with Carolina. And I'm going to try to go in order of who I think is in the same neighborhood. And then eventually we'll end up with what I think are the best vacancies if they are expected to be open positions. So what's the more desirable job here, Wes? Is it Carolina or is it Washington with Ron Rivera largely expected to be out of the commander's organization? Oh, the more desirable job. That, oh, God, this is tough. I would say <laughs> I got a little bit more to work with than Washington. I say Washington's a little bit more desirable. I got a, I got some receivers out there, some young pedigree receivers. A offensive line is god-awful. Yeah, it's not good. Got a little bit on defense. Got a few first-round guys on that side of the ball, too. I, I go with Washington. All right, you're going with Washington. Fiddy, we'll have you climb the mountain as well. What do you think is the better job between Carolina and Washington? It's amazing how much an ownership change changes your perspective of a certain opening because if Dan Snyder was still there, I would still say even with all the issues here in Carolina with Dave Tepper, I would say that Carolina is a better destination. But that, that, that new ownership group led by Josh Harris, it feels different. I think Washington, right now today... Slightly a better opening than the Carolina Panthers. So people can write in too on the Carolina Men's Clinic text line, 704-570-9610, and you can climb the mountain with us. 757 said Washington, new owners, so chance it's not like Tepper. Jack said the combination of not having a first-round pick and being married to a limited QB makes this job highly unattractive. Brian said the easy answer is the Chargers. They'll be showing up a little bit later, too. And 757 answering this question, Washington, because it's not Tepper. Everybody rolling with Washington. I think it's I think it's kind of close, but I think you do have some good skill positions there. I do think Sam Howell is a decent enough bridge QB to where you can – figure out what you want to do. They might win you too many games to have a top selection, but I agree. I do think it's Washington hit the loser sound for the Carolina Panthers because they don't even last one round on the mountain climb. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, Panthers. You're out of this list. All right, let's move on to the next battle here. Washington or new England with Bill Belichick expected to no longer be the coach of the Patriots. Like he has been for over 20 years at this point. What is the better job between Washington and New England? Fiddy, we'll go to you first on this one. Ooh, that's that's really difficult. Because you would think with New England and all the pedigree that it's a it's a better job than the Washington Commanders. But I don't know what Robert Kraft is as an owner. I don't know what that organization is outside of Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Give me the unknown and give me the commanders. All right. Washington survives another round. What say you, Wes? Patriots or commanders? Better organization to coach for? Uh, I'm taking New England because outside of a couple of transgressions, Robert Kraft seems to be a pretty cool <laughs> dude. I can get macaroni and cheese and plenty of other products, and I get the number three well, draft pick to probably get the quarterback to start a new dynasty in New England. Well, it's it's not that Kraft. I don't think it's Kraft cheese. It's a different type of brand. But Mr. Kraft is a... No, let me. God, what am I saying? Robert Kraft is on a Kraft product. I know, but not. I don't think it's Mac and. It's not the cheese brand. It's a different. It's a different brand of Kraft, if I'm not mistaken. I, I'm pretty sure it's not the cheese. We can look this up. I'll be wrong on that, but I'm. I'm pretty sure it's a different brand. I don't think it's the Mac and cheese stuff. Either way, I'll be the tiebreaker here. You're going New England, Wes. You're going Washington, Fitty. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's Washington. 
I think the reason I'm going Washington is because you have a young QB. You don't have anything that you're working with right now. Mac Jones has not been good. What is it, Wes? Yeah, yeah sorry. Kraft, mac and cheese. Is it really the cheese brand? Yeah. Are we sure? I never knew that. We're this, sure. This man's a mac and cheese billionaire NFL but no, but owner. That's Kraft cheese. When you look at Kraft no, fruit I product, know. no, I know. Okay, <laughs> I don't. I think that's a. I think there are two different. No, ones. Okay. it's not. All right, the Kraft all right. Group is Robert Kraft, and they make the product. Got my bad. I'm yeah. sorry about the cheese guys and <laughs> Mr. Kraft. I thought it was something different. That's my fault. Um, okay, let's move on. Let's go. I, I'm going to go with Washington as the tiebreaker here. I actually think Washington should move on. So let's go Washington here. You can play the winning sound for Washington having moved on and climbed the mountain. First thing they won in a while. Yeah, had, had our first tiebreaker. I just think that the roster isn't as good as what Washington has. The offensive line problems, wide receivers, not very good for New England. But you get the number three draft pick. You guys aren't interested in yeah, that. Yeah, that's a great point. That's a really good point. I wasn't considering that highly enough. Yeah, Caleb or Drake. That's a good point. I just think, yeah, I'm going Washington. I'm going Washington. All right. Washington or Atlanta. What do you think the chances are that Arthur Smith is gone anyway? One, we could have that debate. But what job would you rather have anyways, Atlanta or Washington? Wes, Atlanta, you go first on this Atlanta, one. Pretty Atlanta. easily. You got too many weapons on offense. The defense has been decently improved. Not great, but um, yeah, man, I, I got B. John and I got all those weapons at my disposal. I just need to find me a quarterback. All right, so you, you're going Atlanta easily so. What about you, Fiddy? Yeah, it's got to be because look at all the already established offensive weapons. They feel like you get the quarterback right. They're, uh, I think they're in the best spot to run this yeah, division. Atlanta's going to be hard to beat. Five to eight years, so I, I, I'd go Falcons. All right, so Atlanta, um, I'm going with Atlanta too. I think they actually did a, did a pretty good job this offseason of helping yeah, their, their defense, defense too. 14th in total defense, so like I said, decently improved. Um. Atlanta is the one. Plus, the owner seems to be a pretty decent guy to work for as well. I've called Arthur Smith Arthur Blank a million times, and so that would help me if Arthur Smith is gone. I apologize, Arthur, but Atlanta, if that job is open, that would certainly move on. Let's just continue to stay here in the NFC South. What about the New Orleans Saints? Potential vacancy. If they move on from Dennis Allen, if they move on from Dennis Allen, what's the better vacancy there between the Saints and the Falcons? Fiddy, you go first on this one. I think I would still go with the Falcons just because we don't really know what the Saints are post-Drew Brees, post-Sean Payton. Dennis Allen, I think, has exceeded expectations, but is still likely to get fired if they don't win this division. I'd go Atlanta. Same here. Like I said, I just got too much to work with. Uh, I, I think Atlanta's going to be a tough job to beat. Yeah, I, I think Atlanta over the Saints as well. I think you are kind of starting with a blank canvas at quarterback where the Saints might have to move on to from Derek Carr once his contract is up. You can still win now, but you're just in that middle-of-the-road territory as it's played out here. I do like some of the receivers they have. Chris Olave, a real beast for them. But they also have a really old defense. And Kamara could be gone after this year. So, yeah, I think I think Atlanta's the right one. Is Atlanta really easy to choose over the Raiders? I should have probably had them a little bit earlier in this in this list. Let's talk Are you, about it. Oh, Let's okay. Talk about no, it. talk to me. Talk to me. What about the Raiders? <laughs> All right, so now, as I put on my head coaching hat, I think about where I would like to live Oh, okay. in addition to what I've got to work with now. Lord knows the competency of Raiders ownership is really bad. But with the Raiders, 
I would like the challenge of trying to bring back one of the historic franchises in the league, mm-hmm. playing in the Death Star. I get to play in that every week, and I get to live in Las Vegas. I mean, it could be detrimental to my life, but I would take Las Vegas over that. And you're saying it's reasons. strictly because of Not the city? Not strictly, too. I mean, I got the 11th pick in the draft as it stands currently. Um, there's some talent there. I mean, they're five and seven. They're not awful. No. So I got a little bit to work with. I got Josh Jacobs. I got Devontae. But the ownership, you've always talked about the ownership is a little, a little (laughs) wild, but I do know he wants to win. Uh huh. And, um, I think he was on track for that before John Gruden did all the stuff. All that stuff came out about him. So, yeah, man, I, I think I've got enough to work with in the Raiders. If, if I get that defense going a little bit, get a little bit better quarterback play, maybe Aiden McDonald ends up being a guy. Because it's a death star, a little gambling, a little, you know. It's, oh, am I not allowed to gamble, though, as a head coach because I'm a head coach in the NFL? Not on the NFL. You can't bet on the NFL, but you can bet on other things. I got the bunny ranch. You got that as well. Let's move on. What you got, Vinny? <laughs> yeah, I, I I would go with the Falcons just because, you know, look, what, what's the future for Las Vegas? They might be back in Oakland by the end of the decade. The way that that, 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 that team moves around. Devontae Adams won't be there for the long term. Max Crosby's getting older. Josh Jacobs is a running back. I, I think the Falcons is a better spot. Hey, Fiddy, I would definitely take you to be a Vegas guy just – it's not like that. Wait, making oh, you know, millions. Mon- Monday through Saturday, Vegas all the way. But on Sundays, I want to win, and they don't win out out there very often. Especially getting some millions, fitty you be. Woo! Well, it's not like Atlanta is. No, you know, Atlanta's out not. In Montana or anything yeah, like not, that. It's not. It's not. But Vegas. they got casinos down there. I think somewhere yeah. over there. I'm going with Atlanta. I'll be the tiebreaker on that one as well. I'm going with Atlanta as the better job. Um, and beating the Raiders organization. A couple ones here. Let's go. Do you think the Buccaneers lose Todd Bowles? And how coveted of a job would Tampa Bay be for you? Mm, There's a lot to do there. You've got some things there. Like I said, those receivers, but Mike Evans more than likely is gone after this year. So you've got a lot of holes to fill, including trying to find a quarterback. Then let's see, where am I at in the draft as it stands today? I'm seven, so that kind of puts me out of the Drake May Caleb Williams sweepstakes unless I trade up and mortgage at least a year of football. Yeah, nah, I'm not. I'm not doing Tampa, and I don't like Tampa like that. So. All right, so uh, the Raiders still for you, but the Falcons win <laughs> and the overall show king of the mountain. You yeah. going with Atlanta or Tampa? Um, I would go Atlanta, and I also feel like this is the first one that we've done that Carolina would be more attractive. I think the Panthers gig would be a better opening than the Tampa Bay gig. Oh, okay. Wow. wow. Okay. Interesting. Why so? Um, just because I mean, what was Tampa be uh, pre Tom Brady? What have they been post Tom Brady? I think they're just gonna go back to being a rather irrelevant franchise. They've they've got a lot of guys that they've got some talent, but yeah, I hear you. Okay, I'm surprised that Tampa would beat Carolina in your mind, or uh, Carolina would beat Tampa in your mind. What about Chicago? The reason I didn't have them earlier is because. They're clearly going to they're going to be able to trade Justin Fields if they want to and get something valuable in return. They're going to have the first overall pick because they own Carolina's first round pick. So with all that being said, Atlanta is still climbing. According to the entire show, is Atlanta or Chicago the better job Fiddy, you start? I would go with Chicago because of the draft capital that you have. And I think of all the openings that are going to come open in the NFL, this is the second best opening that that's going to come available behind the Chargers. Okay, so you're going to end with the Chargers here, but you're going to go with uh, you're going to go with Chicago because of that number one overall pick. Yeah, 
How much does the number one overall pick say Chicago about Chicago may be very cold, but in the summer, it's a great city. I liked it in oh, my yeah. time when I visited there. So Chicago's got a lot to offer you uh, as a rich man. And then give me those two top five draft picks for sure. Yeah. And also throw on top of that, give me, as it stands today, the seventh most cap space. I got $63 million in cap space to work with, too. I'm going to Chi-Town, baby. All right. It was a long climb for Atlanta. Long climb. But <laughs> Chicago now overtakes their spot. There's two more jobs to get to, so we can roll through it. I got the Chargers up next. I do have another team afterwards. But the Chargers are up here. Fitty, you're still going with the Chargers after what you just said? Yes, even though I do think Justin Herbert is overrated. Okay. Where are you going with? That's We got a quarterback debate, To me, too. you know, you talk about curses and stuff like that, man. It's just something <laughs> yeah. about the Chargers, man. It doesn't matter what happens. They just can't win. I'm still taking Chicago because, like I said, I'm, I, I like to build stuff. And so... With me, not necessarily with my hands. I'm no handyman by any stretch of them. Well, I do all right building stuff, actually. But getting okay. back to the point, I get those two top five draft picks to help me start my legacy there. And as I said, the cap space. So I get to really mold that team how I want. Not to mention what I might get, because I'm probably going to get a first rounder for Justin Fields. At worst, a second round and probably a couple other picks, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, give me Chicago. So you're still going Chicago. You went Chargers. I'm, I totally understand what you're saying. The only, the only way I combat that is Chicago also has a curse against quarterbacks, and they can't get to 4,000 yards in a season. Well, it's about to change. Okay, okay. It might. It might. Because, I mean, the Chargers both is hurt all the time. Derwin James finally starting to stay healthy. Khalil Mack is old. So a lot of yeah. those, those marquee names up at the top, man, are kind of getting long in the tooth or they're injury prone. Keenan Allen. I think I'd go with Chicago, or I think I'd go with the Chargers. I think, but it's it, that one's tough. I, I don't hate I don't hate that one. That one I'm fine either you way. You get to get your boy? I know you drafting Drake May. Uh, number one overall. <laughs> yeah, I could. You could take Hit. Drake. Then you get the but another Justin pick in a but, four. But Justin Herbert's my boy too. I think Justin Herbert's great. I think he's just it's a yeah, bad. But you get a young Drake, get the shape and mold him. Then you got that fourth pick too. If you got it as it stands today, you got that fourth pick. Maybe get Marvin. Well, you probably won't get Marvin Harrison Jr. But you get another stud. All right, last one. Let's end on this one because this one would be the most controversial. What about Buffalo? If Sean McDermott gets fired from a Bills team that has a roster with a young QB that was able to compete with Kansas City in the 13th second game, but they did end up losing. We'll just throw all of them here. It'll be a trio of battles at the top of the mountain. Chicago, Chargers, Bills. You can go with the Bears and Bills battle here, Wes. Who are you choosing? Bears, the Bears. Okay, the Bills, another one of those organizations. I feel like it's just something going that they just can't get it together. The four straight Super Bowl losses. Josh Allen's a turnover machine. Uh, No running game. Defense, not a lot of stars to think of. And some of the other ones are either injury prone like Tredavious White or, uh, like I said, Von Miller. We're not even going to go there with some of the other stuff, but Von Miller's washed. Uh, I don't think there's a lot there. I think Bills fans think more highly of them than how good they actually are. I think there's a sinking ship. That was a hard end yep. on that ship word. What else? You you Chargers still for you, Fitty? No, I would go Buffalo because you okay. got an established all-pro MVP type of guy at quarterback, although I think he uh, is a guy that will never win a Super Bowl. You're getting a new stadium that's going to be oh, very yeah, resourceful. Nice and I like the Bills being good. But then so you can drive Drake that- May, Fitty. You see, I want Drake May to be in a nice indoor environment where it doesn't get, you know, cold as hell in, 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 in the wintertime. So, 
I don't want him in Buffalo. All right, so Wes has Chicago as king of the mountain. Fitty has Buffalo as king of the mountain. You decide. 704-570-9610. Feel free to text us on the Carolina Men's Clinic text line. By the way, I got called a moron for saying Robert Kraft doesn't have anything to do with Kraft cheese. There are plenty plenty of people that are saying it's true, that he does not have anything to do with Kraft cheese. We get to the bottom of it. Drum is going to research it, and we're going to have that answer to that question on the other side of the break. Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. We have an answer on the Robert Kraft Kraft cheese debate. Oh. Robert Kraft is a businessman and sports team owner who is best known for owning the Patriots, a professional football team in the NFL, according to Google. If you didn't know that first part, he is not associated with Kraft Foods or its parent company, Kraft Heinz Company, in terms of ownership or family ties. Mm. So Robert Kraft, nothing to do with the cheese. Nothing to do with the cheese. The only reason I knew that was because I also thought, I imagine a lot of people did, so, oh, okay, he just owns the Kraft Cheese Company, and then, I don't know, I don't know how many years back, just, oh, okay, he's not, which was really surprising, because it's spelled the same way, but it's not, and so now we got to the bottom of it, although it would have been cool, I saw somebody tweet in, would have been cool when they drafted Mac Jones, macaroni and cheese, playing for Kraft, <laughs> still make the joke, it's still there to be had, just not Do you a part like of the Kraft business. Mac and Cheese? I mean, it's it gets you through. It's fine. It's no Velveeta. Yeah, that's what I was saying, because, you know, you got the right. Velveeta. I feel like you're either Velveeta or Kraft macaroni and cheese. Like, I feel like I ate Kraft, like, a couple times in college, but I haven't had it in eons, but I'm a Velveeta guy if I had to choose. It, it was really, I, I liked it as a kid, but nothing hit harder than getting out of the pool with a sandwich, chips on the sandwich, a Capri Sun, and a little side of Velveeta. The cheese and shells, man. Shells and cheese, I guess, is the way you should put it. But In your lunch for school? Well, just when you're swimming out in the pool or whatever, and then you get out of the pool, like the cookout, the summer months, and then you got oh, a sandwich okay, and chips that you. mom made for you, yeah. waiting for you to eat. Gotcha. One of the best meals of all time. Also, Don LaGreca called during the break to tell the person that called you a moron he can go, Go scratch yourself! Because it wasn't nice. And you, in fact, sir, you were the moron because you didn't know that Robert Kraft is not the owner of the craft company. Yeah, man, I made that mistake too. It, it, the, my man got in his feelings because I, I guess I didn't think he was a part of the cheese company, but my man called me a moron. I was like, damn, what happens now that you got it wrong? That's what sucks. 704-570-9610. That's the Carolina Men's Clinic text line. 704-570-9610. So people are writing it. People liked it. King of the Mountain. So maybe we can incorporate that every now and then for whatever category is surrounding the Panthers, the Hornets. You get the idea. I think what we learned, though, 
Carolina at the very bottom of that list for at least us. Fitty, you had Tampa losing to Carolina, but what that was the only team, right? That was correct. Washington was close, I think, for most people. I think if Carolina was dead last for everybody but you with Tampa, and then it was Washington, Carolina, that was a good place to start at the bottom of the mountain. Once we got to Atlanta, they made a big old climb. Then we all settled on Chargers, Bears, Bills, as those being the best potential vacancies. One thing also that we went through, man, you can go through every single one of these NFC South teams and see a potential coaching change. Fiddy said he sees two guys leaving. You think Todd Bowles and Frank Reich having already happened, so we already have one. But you think Todd Bowles is going to be the other one, right, Fiddy? Yeah, I feel like if they finish like 6-11, and 7-10, and 10, because, I mean, look, we just did the top 10. What, seven of the 10 guys were the Bucks, Like, within the division, it's a really talented roster, but they're not, they don't get the wins to really show for it. And I feel like Todd Bowles was just, you know, a guy that was given the job for stability. I don't think he's a head coach in this league, and I think they're going to go find their next head coach. What about you here, Wes? I mean, did, how many coaches do you think are going to be moved on from just within this division alone? I'm kind of in the boat with Fiddy. Uh, I see Tampa making a change, um, and then I could see New Orleans making a change. I think the champion of the division probably won't if Atlanta's able to do it or New Orleans, they probably give it another go with said coach coming off of a playoff appearance. But that doesn't guarantee you that you'll be back in there. But I could see um, Tampa, certainly Carolina's already done it, and then possibly New Orleans. I'm not 100% sure on them. Uh, Coach Jeff wrote in on the text line, sorry, Walker, not all of us had pools growing up, so not as easy to track. <laughs> hey, it wasn't me. I didn't have a pool either, just to not get it so twisted. It yeah, was the neighborhood. Pool. It was, yeah. Or even if you live in an apartment, right. you got a pool. Right. You just go. For the most part. Your friend might have one. Yeah, I, I did not have one growing up. Are you seeing this 803 text? WTF, a sandwich, chips, Capri Sun, and macaroni and cheese. Who the heck eats that combo after the pool? I thought that was That's a, a classic. You know, now he what said did a you do during your summer, bro? Said, yeah, first he said a cookout, and then I was like, okay. Well, I mean, no, I guess cookout, yeah, you're not. That's an awful cookout. You're right. I shouldn't have said <laughs> if I go to a cookout and they got, hey, we got sandwiches and chips and that's it, and you're not cooking up burgers. I, I just meant like summer months, like when you're a kid. You might be picky anyway. That I feel like that's something that resonates. I could be wrong, but I thought that resonated. I mean, with most the cookouts if people bring mac and cheese, more than likely it's going to be homemade. But um, I love homemade mac and cheese. Yeah, to each to each their own. So you weren't feeling the Velveeta, or, or we're saying most people do eat the homemade mac and cheese. I mean, when I, no, no, no. When I was a kid, we had Velveeta. Oh, okay, a lot. okay. Yeah, we had that a a, a lot. Um, yes, yeah, Squirrel Meat Henderson. <laughs> said not from the hood lol sandwich after a swim i guess you're saying not sandwich after the swim didn't really that's cap yeah okay because if you had neighborhood put now i'm not you know from i guess the perceived <laughs> uh impoverished neighborhoods if that's where he's going with that even mm-hmm. those neighborhoods have pools and kids do come right in the house and eat and a sandwich is probably going to be one of the top choices all right so what was your favorite meal as a kid what what hits home like man that's what i used to eat all the time that was the go-to quintessential lunchables 
sandwich in the, oh yeah you're like, talking like, about whatever. like out of like a something that was more like processed because my mom well, just whatever my mom cooked more than the average you just take it and um, run wherever you want to go with it Wes. Um, I don't have any rules give me a it. second on that i gotta i gotta think about that all right fitty do i need to give you a second or do we just move on <laughs> are we talking about in terms of at the pool because after the pool i think it'll be a bologna and cheese sandwich right uh, it's, it's hitting for me too yep. and and i always feel that cheetos was the best after swim chip you could eat it's a good one yeah See, I can't do Cheetos with a sandwich under any circumstance. Oh, did you put the Cheetos on the sandwich? Yeah, that's a snack chip. For you me get you get only. those you get those che- uh, Cheeto fingers on the bread. Oh man! Now you got just a little hint of Cheeto dust on that bread. See thirty two. I see you. Stouffer's mac and cheese is fire. Stouffer's uh, microwave dinners are fire. Their mac and cheese was good. Panther Cliff says hot pockets. Hot pockets is what they had. Not at the pool though, but hot pockets and pizza rolls. Oh, 704. All right, now we're just going into a different conversation yeah, altogether. <laughs> Kid Cuisine was also great. The little toucan. What, they have a toucan? I think a little parrot or something on the front. I think it was, it was a, a penguin. It was a penguin. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. It was a you penguin. You still eat them, don't you, Fitty? I would eat a Kid's Cuisine. I actually was not a fan of them growing up. When you guys become dads, you'll go back into those kid foods like that. When you're feeding your kids some of mm-hmm. it, you'll get some of that, too, like corn dogs. Five for 12 said PB&J, chips, essential in the summer. And from the country, we'd be coming in from playing in the water sprinkler and the slip and slide. Yeah, slip and slide was fire. No doubt about that. Playing in the, speaking of country, that made me think of Country Time Lemonade. Oh, yeah. You brought the Country Time Lemonade. You really might have, I mean, here we are talking about losing feet. Might lose a feet, <laughs> drinking too many cans of that, but Lord knows oh, I tried. Oh, you take the cans. See, my grandma used to have the mix. No, I had the cans. So you scoop it out, put no, it in I know the, what you're talking the about. water, the cold water. We had that too. Uh, Anuj is saying, guys, we're missing the best part of the post-swim, those Popeye's frozen popsicles. Hey, great point. You're totally well, right. popsicle in general. Just the freezy pops. Yeah, it's a popsicle, I don't, whatever way you want to go. Well, popsicles are different. Pop, oh. Popsicles are the one with the popsicle stick. They got the joke once you're done with the popsicle. Yeah. The freezy pops come in the plastic, and then you squeeze them. And they cut the roof of your mouth, but you, or the corners of your yeah, mouth, but you don't yeah, really care. Yeah, those are great, man. The I used to call them freeze. Yeah, freeze pops. I just said freeze. Not I, like put, I like going freeze. Yeah, pops. no, no, no. It's whatever, but they were great. Red one, green one, purple, all day. Uh, I like I like that people are actually responding quite a bit to this. <laughs> 803 said, after the pool, a hot dog, a jungle juice for 25 cent, tax about 27. And then he sent in yeah, pictures. What's he living, 1950 with those prices? The jungle juice. I don't remember jungle juice, but. Oh, this, the jungle juice. That's the one looked like a grenade. These pictures don't look like a grenade to me. Is but it? I don't know about the jungle juices. When I'm I, thinking about quarter water. What I remember are the bug juices. That might be a very specific demographic to me. Okay, you got it. Okay. The bug juice, bug juice was hitting big time. It, I don't, I don't know. It wasn't bugging. That's a bad thing. Bug juice was, was very good. I was trying to make a bad juice. I used to like the, the high C juice boxes. Yeah, I see. It's great. Popping pink lemonade. Orange uh, I was lava a fruit punch or whatever. Guy. Then, then when the Ghostbusters came out, they mm-hmm. had the uh, ectoplasma. And then, um, <laughs> oh, what was the the tropical punch? That was my favorite. They were very good oh, too. Man. Yeah, I used to kill the the high seed uh, juice boxes as well. Yeah, people are rolling in with a lot of these uh, answers. I, I didn't realize that there was a category 
that was so universal, we all have an answer of what our favorite meal was after the pool. Yeah, AJ for the win, though, when he said the end of freeze pops were elite. That was my favorite part. When you had a little bit of juice at the bottom with a little bit of freeze pop. Oh, yeah. So, right. It, it was when it was broken up enough. It wasn't all juice. It was like the last. It was when you got to 85% done yeah. of the freeze pop. Uh-huh. When you had just enough ice chunks in there, oh, but it was Kool-Aid mixed with jammers. the juice. Kool-Aid jammers were great. And you would always drink more than one Kool-Aid jammer. Oh, yeah. Capri Suns. I'm grabbing two juice boxes early. Yeah, bye. I'll see you. And then you feel bad, so I try to sneak the second one in. They make them so small now, mm -hmm. too. Juice boxes have gotten so much smaller. And I'll tell you what else. Speaking of being an adult and then eating or drinking the kid cuisine, kid whatever stuff, Mm -hmm. when my sister, when my nephew was a young one, (laughs) my sister would come over. And she would have those chocolate milk boxes, those those milk like they were coming in a juice box, but they was full of chocolate milk. They're like a horizon or whatever. Killed them. Drank them all one time. Had to go to the grocery store. I'm shocked nobody put corn dogs on here because that was one of those foods that when my son was in love with those. And then I I had stopped eating them for so long. And then I took a bite out of one. I was like, damn, this is banging. Let me throw one in there for me, too. I haven't had a Lunchable in a long time, but I used to I used to eat a lot of those in college, oh, Lunchables too. Was lit. Lunchables were great. Especially. I don't know how kids, my son would eat the one with the pizza. I don't know how they do that, man. Putting that cold sauce in it with the cold cheese and the cold. It was fine. I'll tell you how they did it. What, what, oh. what, what, the, <laughs> yeah. real, what the real OGs did with the pizza Lunchables was you would ration the first two because you get three. Okay. So you'd ration the first two. You'd like you'd use half of the tomato sauce packet on the first two. Okay. Make sure you evenly spread it. Maybe you got you know a, a limited amount of pe- uh, pepperoni slices. Okay. You put you know maybe three and three. But then on that last pizza, you balled the bleep out. <laughs> you put half of the tomato packet on just one pizza. Mm-hmm. You put four pieces of pepperoni. You put half of the packet of cheese. Yeah. And you still had your little Reese's cup that came in it too. Yeah. You balled out and di- and and you dined like a king at the end of your lunchable. For well, foods that I remember now that I ate a lot when I was a kid, Fig Newtons is definitely up there for me. I used to smash Fig Newtons and biscuits. I'm sorry, I don't want to do this, but I have to. That's okay. Fig Newtons overrated. That's okay. I just a dry cookie. It's dry. Yeah. How, how is something so dry Newtons when you got gelatin in the middle? Newtons are or whatever fig. jelly filled thing. Newtons are fig and cake, according to the commercial, buddy. I well, the commercial's wrong. That that is false advertising, <laughs> false advertising from the Fig Newtons. All right, yeah, that's <laughs> seven. That's okay, man. Fig Everybody Newtons, can like what they like. I love Fig Newtons. I still love them to this day. Mm. Do mm. not put a pack of Fig Newtons around day. me. To this, to this day. day. Do yeah. not put a pack of Fig Newtons around me. Rachel said yes. I rationed as well. When you're yeah, it it taught you discipline as a kid. See, these kids don't understand today, Wes. <laughs> they don't understand rationing. On the three pizzas that you got on the pizza lunchables, man. Scanner, strawberry fig newtons. Uh, I did like strawberry fig newtons, but I was still more the the plain fig newtons. Oh, black and mouths. What fig newtons were you eating? <laughs> you must have been eating them off of somebody that was smoking and blowing the smoke on them or something. I ain't never had a fig newton smell like a black and mild. <laughs> I'm sorry. We were just talking about the hood, man. Black and mild. I, I, that, that's something I might have liked in college. Now, I might have liked my Lunchable to come with the black and mild in college, but not as a kid. Yeah. That's not anything that I Nature's like. Bakery makes uh, good ones now. I like those, and I do buy those regularly. This segment really got off the rails, huh? We did, but people enjoyed it. The text line has been as lit as it's been all day talking about this. It's stuff. more fun talking about the damn Panthers. <laughs> or all the teams moving on from their head coach in the division. Yeah. yeah. All right. 
Thank you, everybody writing in. That was, uh, yeah, DJ Skinner. Who said that? Black and mild. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Eating hood Newton. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the hood Newtons. I, I, what, what comes, I'm sorry, hold on. What comes in the hood Newton pack? Okay, like this is a little dangerous territory for yeah, me I was about to, to say, explore. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you, what comes in the hood Newton pack, Wes? This is very dangerous for me, but not for you. What comes in that uh, pack? I guess we can make them to, to, to clean it up here to not get, okay. get canceled. We'll say it's like wrap snacks. You put your, okay. I guess, a wrap on the front of them, you know I'm saying a nice pose. Well, there are wrap snacks, right? Like there you are got Migos snacks. on the chip I, I bags. Bought, and... uh, I, b- I bought one, and actually, I saw yesterday or this morning actually that Juvenile just released some chips that are like Cheetos. They're called Cheese Something. But anyway, they had this big party for him where he released them, and people were showing up and stuff like that. So yeah, let's go with that. It would be just like wrap <laughs> snacks, and that's where I'm leaving it. <laughs> Switch <laughs> sweet Newton's. Yeah. Um, did those juvenile chips get baked at 400 degrees? They might have. I'm proud of Juvie, man. I, I was so happy to see him doing that, though. Still out here relevant, still getting money. I yeah. was happy to see Juvie out here. Crazy underrated at the time. But I think people realize it, and so they're propping but him up like they should. he was hot, though, he was as hot as anybody. He was 400 anyway, degrees. He got, did, I think that might have been the first Southern rap track that jay-z got on when he jumped on 400 degrees remix yeah it, but when you go to that out al- everybody talks I mean, high about remix sorry hi when you when you talk dirty south albums i remember looking at a list of the ringer one time and like they talk about yo this is this is oh, up here everybody can agree this is universally understood we're putting this at least in the top 20 and you want to keep moving it on i up. listen to that album at least once a year it's fantastic in its entirety all right we uh i love where this conversation went we have one more segment to go. It's coming up next. Finale, Wesson Walker Sports Radio, <laughs> 92.7 WFNZ. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Shout out to Queens men's basketball picking up the win with a rare noon tip on a Friday. Some college basketball action happening as we are on the air. Queens got the win over Carolina Christian College. You want to take a stab at the score, Fitty? Did you already see it? Um, I have not. T- take a guess at what the score is. All right. It's actually it's. I'll, I'll give you a hint. It's shocking. It's it's brain melting. I haven't seen this score before in my life. I'm going to say the Royals won. It's got to be high scoring for you to be this astonished. I'm going to go 131-113. What you got, Wes? Do you want to guess? Queens gets the win over Carolina Christian College. What score do you think happened in Man, this game? So Carolina Christian College, that sounds like a place where their best player might have averaged five points in high school. So I'm going to go... Man. 
<laughs> I got recruited there. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> 120 to 45. 134, a school record. Holy crap, I was close. You were. 134 to 69. Mm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, not I, I get it. Nice for Queens. Not so nice for Carolina Christians. So yeah. They won by 65? Everybody that entered the game scored a field goal for Queens. The leading scorer was Kobe George off of the bench, 24 points in 22 minutes. Mm. 130. They had 100. They broke the school record, I believe, um, with nine minutes to go in the second half. Wow. They broke the record with nine minutes left to go. Everybody's scoring a lot. North Carolina was doing this against Tennessee the other night. You know, different opponents, Tennessee, Carolina Christian College. But they say the NBA filters down to their level of competition. They don't play defense in the NBA. Not not playing defense anymore in Division One college basketball. I like how Walker this week too skipped over his viral call. Oh, I know. You know, I skipped over. Very humble by you, but wait, what did I? I I didn't skip over it, did I? I mean, I tried we to play it on it. the show, and you told me no. That's yeah. See now, where's Flounder at? We need Flounder's BS sounder. Liar! There you go. Thank you. <laughs> that did not happen. I didn't mean to skip over it. I yeah. We just we didn't really play it. It's just how it is. It's okay. Know, but, you know, we got to give flowers, you know, and one of the... I don't know if it was... I mean, well, I'm not doing play-by-play. I'm just doing... I mean, doing you're not, but you still... You in there and you give nice color. You provide the color. You illustrate for us. Thank you. So you deserve your credit for that as well. All right. I appreciate that. I saw Fitty go to the soundboard. I have Check to... Check it out on the Western Walker page. Walker's viral call. I don't know about... See, viral... This is why I don't want to mislead anybody. Dude, you, dude your call was on the NCAA buzzer beater Twitter account. It's yes. a very reputable account for those of us that, like you and I, love college basketball. Okay. Well, okay. I'm sorry. I appreciate it. Thank you. And you yeah. know what? Enough talking about okay. it, damn right, it. Right, We're we just going to play it. Okay, go Let's ahead. Let's do it. Nine seconds on the clock. Albury <laughs> drives downhill. Up off the glass. Misses. McKee. McLaurin for the win. Splash! 83 to 80. Point nine seconds on the clock. Now it gets good. That bucket not so quiet, Nick. <laughs> BJ McLaurin continuing to deliver for this Queens team. We saw him do it last year. Who better? Would you want to shoot that three-point shot than somebody already experienced in game winners? We'll see. Still time left on the clock. But here's Alberry trying to get a look at the basket. A.J. McKee coming up with the rebound. Didn't know who to throw it to, but McLaurin is set. And as you mentioned, it's cash. Hubie Mail, man. Hubie. I'll, I'll take that as a big old compliment. Cash. Yes. Thank you. Hopefully I did Hubie proud. I appreciate you guys for doing that at the end. But we can't. Oh, end. yeah, that's cash. Thank you, Terrence Oglesby, <laughs> also, for saying, yep, that's cash. We can't end with that call, though. We've got to end with a different set of sound bites. Time now for the week that was on Wesson Walker. Didn't quite know what kind of week we were going to have because when you have a head coach get fired and your owner hold a wild press conference, more of a serious type of tone because we're on here. Talking about the things that matter on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. But we had a really fun week. At least I had a lot of fun. And it started when we were talking about the vacant opening. And, you know, Wes went with his Jim Harbaugh impression. And then my David Tepper showed up when talking about uh, him maybe being the next head coach of our beloved Panthers. You know how he does. He'd be uh, Dave. Uh, I, I, uh, 
You know how to tell he he takes those long pauses. Is this hard or day? Yeah, hard no, okay. like, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I don't think I'm gonna be uh, doing those things, Dave. I, I think you should just. Uh, Stay up in your office. Okay. What would Dave Tepper say to that, Fiddy? <laughs> if David Tepper heard Jim Harbaugh say that to him in one of the weekly meetings, how would David Tepper respond to that? Yeah, yeah, Jim, uh, I know you did that at Michigan and you stole those signs, but you're not going to steal free money from me. Go drop some ketchup on your pants while you eat your steak and milk. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being so, like, taken aback at steak and milk. I didn't know that was a thing. Harbaugh's a milk guy, man. Says milk does a body good. I didn't know that Harbaugh was a long-pause talker, though, Wes. He is. When he does those press conferences, he talks in short spurts, and he takes long pauses, and then he'll come back, and he says, and he talks quickly, too. I would love to see that interaction in real life between David Tepper and Jim God, Harbaugh. So would I. Yeah. It, it, could you imagine Dave Tepper showing him a play he wants him to run on Sunday? <laughs> yeah. Jim might poke him in the eye with that marker he's got hanging from his neck. What's the next soundbite you got, Fiddy? <laughs> All right. So one of the best parts about our show is that we have a we have a show mom. Wes's mom, Miss Fonda, is very good and gracious to all of us. Although, and she's one of the few people that has the power to call in on the hotline here. But after she called in this week to rip me after I questioned her parenting because she raised a Carolina hater, we may have to revoke that, but she called in and gave me the business. Wesley came home and told me, and I was like, wait a minute. I got to have a conversation with this young man. Oh, he snitched. Wes snitched on him. My parenting skills. First off, I had to take time out of... You know, I'm out here trying to make the world a better place. I just got back from CMPD doing the interview, and then I had to put up with this nonsense. So I am very disappointed in Josh. I made him a cake. I know. I brought that up too. I'm I'm about to I'm about to kiss butt right here. I did that too, Miss Fonda. I told him that, but he wasn't listening. Okay. Well, you know, and I had just told Wes the other day. You know what? We have got to have him over for dinner. Now I'm questioning whether to have him over for dinner. Now you welcome Walker. Thank you. That other one, we're gonna have to have a conversation about that. How dare he question my parenting skills? I am a good mama. That other one. Yeah, that no one. That one hurts. It hurts. <laughs> Wes, what did you say? Yeah, yeah. I just told him verbatim. You know, I'm not a capper uh, by trade, and so you know, I just said I, because my mom listens to the show pretty much every day. So I said, "Did you hear when you came up?" She's like, "No, mm-hmm. I didn't hear what was said." And so I just re- yeah. regurgitated what was said. But he didn't like it. No, I can understand why. Well, you know, if you're making the world a better place, you wouldn't be raising Carolina. Don't do it again. Don't do it again. (laughs) She's gonna have to call back in. That's my only quarrel. All right, let's end. Last one. What's the other sound bite? We know it. Oh yeah, yeah. we know what the last one is. But the best part was that I did some producing, did some editing, and put us all in there. Yesterday, Wes barked during fire fizzle, and that led to us. In the midst of us having a one in ten football team, having a dog barking contest on the radio. I want to have a barking contest. We're gonna do separate though, and and I can lead us off. So this is Walker giving you the first bark. Okay. <laughs> this is Fiddy's bark. If Fiddy was a dog behind a fence, would you enter yeah, this God. cage? Go ahead, Fiddy. Show him your bark. <laughs> <laughs> that was sensational. I don't know if I can beat that. This is the the West Bulldog Bryant. What you got? 
That's so it's good. so much better. It's yeah. the best. It is. It's the best. I just well, I appreciate it, but I'm still going fifty for the win. When I was in broadcasting school and I was thinking about my career in radio, never thought I'd be on the radio being asked and propelled to bark. And yeah, yet yeah. that's where we are. We're barking on the radio. That's right. I think I'd be you know, trying to feed my family by barking on the radio. <laughs> yeah, you know, a, look, it's an important job. We got to put and bread I on love the table. It. That's that's the great part about all of this. Yeah, uh, got to put bread on the table. By the way, seven oh four, you're totally right. They said I totally missed Walker going full tattle voice to Wes's mom. I'm dead. I was singing. <laughs> Damn right, I was singing. All right, let's end the week the only way that we can after the soundbite that we played. Let's all bark and end this out right. right here on Wes and Walker. Have a great weekend. Stay tuned for the Kyle Bailey Show alongside smoke Ludwig and I hope y'all act like a bunch of dogs this weekend. Let's bark at him. Do your little bark and growl at the end. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend.